bullshit, it's all just some gay politics. America's gotten kinda whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B a a a a s. This shit is trumpanas. T r u m p a n a n a s. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody! Welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we recap the week in politics like we're watching reality TV. Because we are, kind of, if mm-hmm. you really think about it. Yeah, well, we are. It's like the real husbands of housewives of government. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Kel- Kellyanne Conway's like, who gonna check me, boo? <laughs> mm-hmm. And Trump's like, money can't buy your class. It's huge. <laughs> it's huge. It's huge. Buys you the presidency, though. Mm. I don't know if that's how the song goes. Well. I think in what in in Hillary, who's tardy for the party? <laughs> Don't be tardy for the election. Oh, <laughs> God, oh, sorry you lost, or mm. did you? We mm-hmm. don't know, but you did. Meow, meow, meow. Okay, so this is our very first episode of Dumb Gay Politics. <sighs> it's our inaugural episode, mm. if you will. Welcome to the inauguration. See how I did that? Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. So thank you to everyone who subscribed and or downloaded this and is tuning in now. Most of you probably know us from The People's Couch on Bravo or The Vanderpump Rules After Show, also on Bravo. (laughs) (laughs) But even though we have like, I don't know, 10 or 11 hardcore Mm -hmm. fans out there, people always, always, always get us mixed up. Right. Like get our names confused. Mm -hmm. They think Julie's Brandy and I'm Julie. Mm -hmm. So we're going to say it now and probably going to say it on every episode, so get used to it. But if you're looking at the promo pic for this podcast, I'm Brandy and I'm the one holding the microphone. And Julie is the one being gay. Right. That's right. So try and visualize that. This is an important distinction to make because I'm crazy, passionate, irrational, and angry, and stubborn, and invested, and idealistic, and Brandy is not. Sexy. Oh, okay. (laughs) Right. Um, (laughs) Right. Okay, so yeah, I would say out of the two of us, I'm more middle of the road. Yeah. Would you Uh, agree? Yeah, I would agree. I'm less of an ideologue. At all. Mm -hmm. Okay, Okay, than you. Yeah. Um, I'm a registered independent. I just want to tell you guys, I really, really, really loved Obama. Love mm-hmm. and will always love Obama. But I mean, she loved Obama more than <laughs> Michelle my Obama loves Obama. Yeah, yeah, that's right. No, I mean, the obsession with Obama is <laughs> beyond. So, but before him and while looking for his replacement, I would call myself apathetic, mm-hmm. um, which is unfortunate, but true. I would agree. I would but say that. More than apathetic, I would um, definitely classify myself as extremely materialistic. Yes. And somewhat, at times, superficial. All the time. <laughs> so for the, the for mm-hmm. podcast, in podcast terms, for yes. those of you listening, mm. I'm going to be the one that's trying to give the Trump administration a chance. That's right. That's right. While I'm the one who is not. Remember. At all. The gay. <laughs> right. Being gay the whole time. <laughs> So there. I mean, that's not true. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. I'm yeah. trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. We're I'm trying, trying to meet in the middle. We're trying. Or we're trying to get you to the middle. I'm in the middle. Yeah. I mean, what else would you say that I am? 
I would call you socially liberal. <laughs> That's true. Fiscally irresponsible. Also true. And passionately intolerant to fundamentalism of any sort, but especially religious stuff. <laughs> all of that is true. That's true. All of it. It's all true. I mean, but I would think that there's other people who can relate to one or the other of, or both of us, or maybe there's a part of you that's a both or one or can yeah, relate, you know? Yeah, do you think people can relate to me or is everyone going to be with you and hate me? No, I think <laughs> people can completely relate to you. I think, obviously, that it's not that you're, you know, you're some Trump supporter, but you're... Do you you're... think there are people out there giving Trump a chance? Give Trump a chance. <laughs> I think there's a lot of people giving Trump a chance. Really? Obviously, there's a million. No, yeah, I mean, 47 million people giving Trump a chance. I mean, listening to this out of the 10. Uh, no, but I think. <laughs> Great. No, but I, my, my hope, I mean, the part of the reason why, why doing it and when we sit and we have our conversations is I will put up a, a wall, so to speak, with a, you know, a full wall, a full <laughs> Mexican wall. And not hear anything, but the truth is you need to be open. And if Obama did teach us anything, it is that everyone does deserve a seat at the table as much as you don't want them to come to the table. I so, actually taught you that via Obama. That's true. So I think <laughs> it's important to have an open mind even when you're passionately enraged and try, try, try. So that's, I think, what is what's good about what we're – what yeah. we try – What when we, we're literally, when we hang out, we're, we actually have these conversations and we do meet in the middle sometimes. And now we're just doing it in – in front of other people's ears, and you just sound so, you must be on a cleanse because you sound very open this morning. I feel very, I <laughs> shit so much last night that I feel super open this morning. You know what I mean? Well, we are actually on a cleanse. We haven't dr had a drink in a week. I'm in a manic state. <laughs> I would say I'm in a manic state where I'm up and I'm down. I'm up, I'm open yeah. and I'm closed. You know, sort of, sort of like what, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. open and closed. But I'm trying this. We're going to do this. I mean, I don't want to be closed off and, you know, like a, a gross person. I want to be a, 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 a an open-minded yeah. person. Good. That's good. That's what I want for you. And I want that for you, too. So maybe you should, as we're, we're trying to be, you know, see all sides. Mm -hmm. most, um, most sides. We've uh -huh. been watching all the news. All we've the been, news we've channels. Been, we've been watching all the news. All the news. I mean, CNN, HLN, CBNC, <laughs> CBC, TBC, <laughs> HTSR, FNC, FNC. FBNC, oh my God, I've never BBC. watched so much Fox News. That's, I will say that will. Do, that's a lesson in trying to keep your shit together and not blow a hole through a couch with your own asshole when you're watching TV. I mean, I will <laughs> lose my fucking mind watching Fox. Yeah, lose my mind. between not drinking and then you deciding to take on the five on Fox, you've had like a, several nervous breakdowns, I've noticed. <laughs> I have. This is a, the most challenging time I can even ever imagine. I mean, it really is. I love watching Fox News right now because they're on top of it. They're, this is when they rule. When oh, they're rich, feeling great. white, blowhard, <laughs> you know, guys are in power. That's oh, yeah. when they're at the top. Their tiny chubby dicks are filled with blood. Pounding their own legs. <laughs> well, so we're watching it all for you guys. Yes, try. And I mean, for us and for us. And and I think the important thing to say is that we're watching it. We're not academics. We're not researchers. We're not professors. We're not. You know, we're watching it the way everyone else is watching it and trying to ingest the information the way everyone else is, and just co and coming at it from that angle. So yeah. So let's get into it. Yeah, let's dive on in to the eye of the shitstorm. Now it's time for Eye of the Shitstorm, a weekly segment where we delve into what we thought was at the heart of all the controversy. 
It sounded like you needed to go. <clears throat> I do. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I'm, I'm, it's because of the cleanse. Okay, great. Go on. And even though the eye of the storm is usually a place of calm and quiet, mm. the eye of the shit storm mm -hmm. is actually um, probably loud mm -hmm. and sometimes somewhat ratchet, you know, just like housewives. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, that ratchet shit storm. <laughs> this week at the eye of the shit storm was Donald Trump. Shocking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, his carrier deal and his carrier speech. If you want to know what the storm is, there's the storm. It's called a carrier deal storm. Now what? Please mm. tell us mm -hmm. in terms of people who have been under a rock yeah. like I have. Mm -hmm. What is the carrier deal? What does that even mean? So everyone's, you know, it's all over the news. You've probably seen carrier just all on your eyeballs. So there's this plant, plant. in Indiana that makes air conditioners. You might have one. It's called the carrier air conditioner. I have always wanted a carrier air conditioner <laughs> and can never afford one. So Really? Is that the air conditioner you have in your bedroom? No. No. I have basically the, you know, whatever the shitty Costco TV is, is the <laughs> shitty air conditioner I have. It's like called Vox or something. So shit. when you were on Overstock.com looking for your <laughs> exactly. air conditioner, That's right. Carrier was on there. I've never Car heard of it. Carrier is always number one, honey. Carrier oh. is always like the most expensive. It's the Since one you want. Since you were a baby gay, sweating in bed, Ugh. you thought, I need a carrier. It's like, dear G Jewish Jesus, if I could only have a carrier air conditioner, <laughs> I know that my life would be better and I'd be a happy person. But no, now it's, it. are you saying now it's going to be stamped and it's going to say, made in the USA? <laughs> well, apparently, what happened it was, Carrie was going to move 2,100 jobs to Mexico. 300 of them, by the way, are white collar jobs. Those are executive positions, which never would have moved to Mexico anyway. So those were saved. And then 800 additional plant jobs were saved by a deal that Governor Mike Pence of Indiana and Trump struck with the carrier company. It's important to know that carrier also ha is, has a parent company that has a billions of dollar contract with the federal government to make Weapons, basically, or defense Yeah, it's things. called United Technologies, and it's a huge defense contractor. So people think that this deal was right. brokered on the back of, like, sort of promises made to United Technologies. Exactly. To get, get and Mike Pence remained governor so that he could sign off, basically, to give the money to Carrier. So it's basically, in a sense, the deal made is the taxpayers are going to pay over a series of 10 years. It's a $700 million payout, a bailout, if you will, or a payout. Oh, a bailout. Nice. God knows Republicans well hated the bailout that Obama <laughs> did. However, it's set, it's, that's over 10 years, and they're going to save about $800 manufacturing jobs to stay in the States. But then another 800 or so are still going to move to Mexico. So, you know, people are sort of debating, is this a good deal? Is it a bad deal? They still save jobs. Isn't saving jobs I kind of seem like it just pissed everyone off. <laughs> Weirdly. Uh, yeah. I think Republicans were kind of pissed off about it. I think they were. I think that it's like one of those things that Trump is doing differently. It's like he's still, they, they want to say it's good because they save jobs. Nobody's going to, you know, it's like they can't. The whole thing is his, the whole thing with Trump is jobs, 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 jobs. Well, what did he do? Oh, I just saved 800, I just saved, you know, 11, he wants to say 1,100 jobs. I just saved 1,100 jobs. I did it. It's huge. It's great. It's tremendous. Great people. Good people. Handsome, handsome people. people. <laughs> handsome people. Hey, look at this guy. This guy's handsome. He, so, okay, he, did he save the jobs, but he made a phone call, which is something that the government shouldn't do. Republicans, if you know, the one main thing with Republicans in general, the foundation of their existence is that there should be smaller government. Government does not play a role in your businesses, in your corporations, in your schools, in every single thing. 
The government should not be in your life unless, of course, it's in your pussy. And then they, all they want to do is fucking get up in your puss. However, when it comes to everything else. And by else, that, she means not let you get birth control or abortion. That's correct. Or free gyno um, exam. No. And you should have a million babies and fucking just be a womb and f- all stay right. home. So fine. So the, for the fact that a president or president-elect made a phone call to, to be a part of this goes against the very f- uh, foundation of republicanism, if you will. Yeah, he's However, a rogue. He's rogue. He's, he's rogue. rogue. He's, rogue. He's, rogue. He's, rogue. he's gone rogue. He's gone rogue. However, he saved the jobs, which is what he said he was going to do. So what? how can you argue with it? On the other hand, people say, really, Mike Pence, because he was the governor of Indiana, it's really him that really is brokering the deal. And that's where people like you, who are probably glad that he saved the jobs, gets dries up, your vagina gets dries because <laughs> you can't stand Mike Pence. And he, rather than, you know, get, rather than g- stopping being governor and being in being vice president-elect, he kept his governor position so That's that right. he could broker this deal. And stayed on a tax ch- a committee in order to be able to broker this deal as well. He's on a ch- he's the chairman of the committee that's giving this money. Okay. So it's all a bunch of bullshit in so, a way. So more than the this carrier deal, which was, you know, kind of awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is the thing was that really kind of bugged. Was that after the deal was made, and the deal was great, is that good old it was okay. Tru- good old Trump Annas <laughs> had to make the deal, the dishes were done, and he had to come out for a big old self-congratulatory circle jerk of a speech. Right. And by jerk, I do mean jerk. So the speech was really the thing, girl. Did the, you see it, honey? The speech, <laughs> the speech is everything. <laughs> and if you haven't seen the speech... Uh, uh. You need to get online. Please. Google carrier, Trump carrier acceptance you need victory speech. Full speech. Full speech. Don't miss a word. No, it's only like 28 minutes. You've never seen anything like this in your life. So we have a couple clips. Now let's, so this first clip, uh, let's play this first clip. And this is from the beginning. And I'll never forget, uh, about a week ago, I was watching the nightly news. I won't say which one. Because I don't want to give them credit, because I don't like them much, I'll be honest. I don't like them, not even a little bit. But they were doing a story on Carrier. And I say, wow, that's something. I want to see that. And they had a gentleman, worker, great guy, handsome guy. He was on. And it was like he didn't even know they were leaving. He said something to the effect, no, we're not leaving. Because Donald Trump promised us that we're not leaving. And I never thought I made that promise. Not with Carrier. I made it for everybody else. I didn't make it really for Carrier. And I said, what's he saying? And he was such a believer. He was such a great guy. He said, I've been with Donald Trump from the beginning. And he made the statement that Carrier is not going anywhere. They're not leaving. And I'm saying to myself, man. And then they played my statement. And I said, Carrier will never leave. But that was a euphemism. I was talking about Carrier like all other companies from here on in because they made the decision a year and a half ago. But he believed that that was, and I could understand it. I actually said I didn't make it. When they played it, I said I did make it, but I didn't mean it quite that way. Wow, I mean. It's a euphemism. It's a euphemism. I thought that was a euphemism for a (laughs) presidential speech. I thought that was a euphemism. I don't, well, euphemism, uh, uh, I have never, I, 
I was standing in the middle of my bedroom with a mouth agape, staring at my TV, just like, is this happening? Is he even reading? Is there a teleprompter? Is there not? I had said that that was for something else, and it wasn't for this. It was really just, I was just talking about in general terms of things that were euphemisms for the thing. For exactly keeping Carrier in America <laughs> and never leaving. I just meant that as an, a total analogy. I didn't mean that specifically at all. But that's the whole, and that's what, that's every single thing he says is like that. Oh my God. And, and the, everyone hey, you supports know it. He's a great guy, handsome guy. Handsome guy. Tall guy. Freckled guy. Virile guy. guy. Virile guy. Virile guy. Divorce guy. <laughs> Strong guy. Div- drug addicted not guy. Not a gay guy. <laughs> nope, definitely, definitely not a gay guy. Definitely not a gay guy. Big hands. Oh, huge. <laughs> The speech goes on and on, and it's Crazy Town, USA. I mean, just I think he kept the jobs in Crazy Town, USA, because that's he's <laughs> the president of that. Um, so this next clip is not to be missed, and this is why you have to listen to the speech from beginning to end, because this comes towards the end. I had moved on and gone to the bathroom mm-hmm. and was sitting on the toilet and heard it from the other room, and again, mouth agape. I think this might be one of the best things he's said. <laughs> I mean, it's... Ever. I think this is... If you, you know, when you talk about it, yeah. giving him a chance, here's... Okay, well. And, and the news has not picked this up. No. We're the only people who are picking Which this up. Which I don't understand because this is newsworthy. Here it is. We're going to build the wall. People are saying, do you think Trump's going to build the wall? Trust me, we're going to build the wall. And by the way, people are going to come through that wall. We're going to have doors in that wall. But they're going to come through legally. And people are going to come through on worker permits to work the fields. We're going to have people, a lot of people are going to come through. But it's going to be done through a legal process. But one thing that's not going to come through is drugs. The drugs what? are going to stop. Oh, no. The what? Drugs if he had said that on the campaign trail, he wouldn't have won. What are you talking about, sir? I hope it's a euphemism. <laughs> it better because be. Because if you are ta- saying that the, the only things that are going to come in are people to work the fields. I hope the people coming in to work the fields are carrying drugs in their pockets, because <laughs> otherwise, what will happen to me? I mean, I don't... I, how, wh- what? Half the audience was like, yay, yay. Don't let any Mexicans in. And the Mexicans are like, wait, what about our drugs? No. Exactly. I mean, think it through. I mean, how dare? How dare? Think it through. I mean, come in to work the, the fields. fields. I was sitting, honestly, I promise, I was sitting on the toilet and was like, he did he just say come in and work the fields? Like, we're going to let him in. They're going to clean your house. Oh They're going to watch your baby's tax, their, you know, under the table. Ugh. Just please, please, please. But they're gonna sir. come in legally. They're gonna come in legally. They're gonna come in legally. They're gonna come in and they're gonna leave again, and it's gonna be through the a door. breathing too. Now I don't understand. There's a fence there, mm. and we have to wrap it up. But I just thought walls are to hold up r- roofs and ceilings, <laughs> and so an outdoor wall I just thought was a fence. I don't know. Well, right, that's true. But he's literally. I guess he's thinking he's gonna build some Great Wall of China. Yep. Around Arizona. Great Wall and of Texas Crazy Town, USA. California. So with a big, beautiful door that all can come in and work the deal. And that's why Donald Trump's carrier speech was this week's Eye of the Shitstorm. Now it's time for Legislation Nation, the part of the show where Julie and I talk about anything and everything that has to do with the legislature. How exciting! The legislator! Sure. Legislature. <laughs> a legislator, sure. We know what it is. Come on. Why, I've never heard a sexier topic. <laughs> the legislature. And today, we're going to do a rundown of President-elect Trump's, that's what I call him, yep. newly appointed cabinet members. Mm. And Julie's going to let us know in 
two or five sentences or less. <laughs> what the fuck, if anything, is wrong with all of them? You ready to start? Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. And I think we know there's something wrong with all of them. But go on. I'm keeping an open mind. But go ahead. Okay. We're going to start out big here because just announced breaking news. Mm -hmm. The head of the Department of Housing and Urban Development. Now, is this not called secretary? Uh, No. Okay. So the head of the Department of Housing and Urban Development, Dr. Ben Carson. Horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Horrible. 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 Now, for those of you who don't know what the uh, Department of Housing and Urban Development is, I also needed to look it up. However, no, we knew what it was. I don't. Well, I don't know. Well, I mean, it's housing. Right. And it's urban development. It's also, uh, but basically, I'll tell you because I looked it up so I get a very good definition. Um, It's an agency that oversees most of the nation's affordable housing programs and manages a 1.6 trillion mortgage portfolio. Its mission is dedicated to housing in the broadest sense. The agency also plays a role in education, transportation, and community redevelopment across the country. Its main existence is to help give uh, give assistance to low-income people I think or it, in urban development. Yeah, okay? I think it was implied by housing and urban development, but... Now, let's... Let me t- let's talk about Dr. Ben Carson and his all his glory. He's uh, a retired neurosurgeon. He has no government experience or experience in housing policy at all. He's never run a bureaucracy. Also, he's against government assistance programs intervening in people's lives, and yet he's going to head a government assistance program. If I have anything, if my biggest problem with him is that he's against assistance, and now he's going to chair. An, an entire agency based on giving assistance. It's fucked up, and it's I wrong. have to say it's quite alarming that a retired neurosurgeon is now ahead of a $1.6 trillion mortgage portfolio. What is that guy? And now this is where the hedge fund douchebags need to come in. This guy doesn't know anything about housing, money. Housing and, and what, housing. He's the only black person so far oh. like that didn't raise red flags. Like, hey, he's black. Give it to him. He knows about black people well, stuff. Exactly. And to even say that it's all just for black people stuff is so Ugh. racially crazy Beyond. and insane. And, the, and he, because he grew up. You and he know, knows nothing about it. He knows nothing. He grew, maybe he did. He, come? he, he comes from a, a poor background. Oh, well, that's interesting. So he does have that, and that, and he says that's part of why he would be good for the job because he comes from a poor background. He could be right, but you hate him because he like is well, religious. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> and he's against government assistance, and he's completely fucking religious. And if you, yeah, and I don't want religious people running the government. I don't. I don't care. They, Please that's talk about how he's accept. religious then, because I do think it's interesting that he came from a poor background and is a neurosurgeon. It is completely interesting because when you hear him talk, you cannot believe this person is a neurosurgeon. So tell us about how he's religious and then we're moving on. He's religious. He's he has a Google Ben Carson portrait with Jesus. Please, I beg of you. <laughs> it's him with Jesus in a portrait that he well, painted. Well, I'm not for religious himself. and I'd love a portrait of me with Jesus. I need to commission <laughs> that artist. Okay, moving on. Julie's uh, to the audience. Julie's always hated Ben Carson with a passion. With a passion. There's so much more I could get into Ben Carson. We'll bring him up at a, a okay. later date. Okay, Education Secretary Betsy Devos. Now, I'm going to, I don't even know if that's how you say her name, Devo, <laughs> Devos. She's extremely, extremely rich. Her husband is the heir to the Amway fortune. Take it away, ma'am, meow. Horrible! <laughs> <laughs> Again, you have somebody who's going to head a, a, a division, a, a division of the government that is made to assist education, let's say, right? This uh, is, she's going to head a department of which she is against. 
Just well, like Ben Carson. Why is she's, she against education? She's against public, she's against the federal government, much like the whole thing with Republicans, against federal government being involved with you choosing or sending where your kids go to school. She's for charter schools, and she's for you to put your money into some sort of thing where you pay for your kid to go to school. She doesn't want the government involved with, with education. But yet, she's now going to be the secretary of education. <laughs> so, oh, uh, also, then uh, the main problem you have with her is that she is religious. And she's pro life, right? Julie Damner lost her mind when she They're found out. They're all pro life. Okay, all of them. Moving on, Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin. There is a controversy with the name. It could be Mnuchin. Could be Mnuchin. I think it's could Mnuchin. Be Mnuchin. Well, we're saying Mnuchin. Oh, good. I like that one. All because he's also extremely, extremely rich. The man is worth forty million dollars. He's a movie producer, hedge fund manager, and a Goldman Sachs legacy. Him and his father are both former employees of that bailout nightmare, which Donald Trump has uh, named by name a million times, saying Goldman Sachs, Goldman Sachs, Goldman Sachs. How could Hillary speak at Goldman Sachs? How many times have you heard the word Goldman Sachs? Yet here he is hiring someone who worked for Goldman Sachs. Also, this guy has made his millions on foreclosures and um, people's misery. So that's great. That's fantastic. Now, I always, I, uh, I always was hoping you were the heir to that when I first met you. I was like, could she be the heir to Goldman Sachs in some way? Please, Julie Gold, please. And then it was like, her, she's like, my dad's a surgeon. I'm like, mm, fuck, man. I know, sorry. I don't, we don't have, I know, I know. Well, I'm conflicted with him because he produced Mad Max Fury Road and I do love that movie so. Exactly. That's why you're <laughs> conflicted. You want to marry that movie and have a thousand of its babies. Oh, it's so good. It's but so you good. did call him a shady hedge fund queen because let's be clear, <laughs> nobody running hedge funds is clean and out of the water. But He's whatever. completely shady. And, uh, you know, but I don't know enough about his, like, That's personal good. religious background. or his <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> the problem is he isn't religious or pro-life. So she's and like, also, oh, he might not he's be also, that bad. He's also given money to Democrats and... Um, he's middle, oh, yeah. I think he's independent, so he, he, it's hard to, you know, get a grasp on exactly what he stands for and what he might do with the money, yeah. so I don't really know. We know he donated to Hillary Clinton's campaign in 2008. So, moving you know, on. Moving on. <laughs> Who knows shit about this lady, but U.S. Transportation <laughs> Secretary Elaine Chow, an Asian in the house, everybody. <laughs> Asian ladies. Director of Transportation? I thought they were horrible drivers. <laughs> I mean, Come on, everybody. What is that? I don't Come even know on. what that means. Asian people? What? Is she going to be driving everyone <laughs> to work? Come da, da, on. Da, da, ba, da, <laughs> um, again, I just want to say Elaine Chow is married to Mitch McConnell, who is the- Who's that? He's the um, Senate Majority Leader. So if you want to talk so about- he's, So he's Republican. He's Republican and establishment, which as we know, this entire Donald Trump train has been all about anti-establishment, which is a lie, and draining the swamp, which is also- a lie. Well, Steve Mnuchin is kind of a rogue hero there, All right. possibly. Okay. All right, but, but Elaine Chow. Chow is not. She's worked for Reagan. She worked for Bush, and now she's doing this. She's been a, a Republican fixture for like thirty years or forty years, and it's you know. Uh, but it's transportation secretary. I don't really know how deeply involved she is with anything, so I sort well, of am I mean, indifferent. They're that's what we looked up is that they're just kind of in charge of like. America's infrastructure, which is a huge, huge, that's just like a real big bullet point for both parties and where a lot of money gets funneled into. So she's going to be in charge of a lot of money. And if that everything could create jobs, like if they're rebuilding bridges oh, right. and bullshit like that. I mean, it's not bullshit. It's important if you have a bridge in your town. Um, but, um, you know, so she, 
she's going to be in charge of a lot of shit that no one ever hears about. But also, we kind of think it's quite progressive that a Republican, we don't know, I don't know much about Mitch McConnell, but a Republican from Kentucky, Julie thought was cool that he married an Asian <laughs> I lady. I think I do. That was very controversial I, in his town. Yes, I can't imagine in Kentucky they're like, did you hear that Mitch McConnell married that Asian Yeah, lady? that little Asian lady, that one family. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, who knew there was an Asian in Kentucky? Who knew? So good for him for doing that. But also, I think she's a shill. I think she's just basically a shill. You know what well, I mean? I'm I think she'll give, just do what she's told. I'm going to give Elaine a chance. Uh, well, great. Okay, and you are too. Um, <laughs> next, U.S. Attorney General Jeff Sessions, a former Alabama senator. Take it away, ma'am. Horrible! <laughs> Horrible! 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 Horrible. Spell it phonetically. Horrible. <laughs> Disgusting. Shameful. Let's terrible. hear why. Denied appointment as a federal judge because he was deemed racist, unfit after calling the NAACP and the ACLU un-American. He said those organizations force civil rights down people's throats. Oh, civil rights. Quit forcing them <laughs> down our throats, guys. I don't want to give up slavery. <laughs> That's my right. I want my guns and my slavery and my Jews in my back and the gays underneath my feet. Brr, come on. He said he thought the KKK were fine until he found out they smoked pot. He said the NAACP hates white people and called them commies and pinkos. <laughs> he was too racist to be a federal judge. But hey, I guess he's just the right amount to be U.S. Attorney General. Thanks, Donald Trump. Okay, last one. And I know this is really going to blow out the microphones. Francesca can turn down can turn down the board. Head of get, get your finger ready, Francesca. <laughs> head of the Environmental Protection Agency, Myron Ebel. Horrible! <laughs> Horrible! The worst of the bunch. Anyone named Myron? <laughs> <laughs> The worst of the bunch. Okay, why? <sighs> He's the head of the EPA, which is the Environmental Protection Agency, and he doesn't believe in climate change. Paloop! <laughs> so, I mean, what more needs to be said? I mean, you're he believes you're the science is, is fake and that it's a hoax. He thinks that it's alarmist behavior. He doesn't believe that the science is real and climate change is literally isn't real he runs an entire company that lives on saying that climate change isn't real so that he can make you know work with energy companies to destroy the fucking earth yeah he's pretty much like a lobbyist it's a, it's he's yeah, spent he decades is. trying to dispel what he calls the myth of global warming haha it's kind of like the myth of evolution <laughs> exactly, um, exactly 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 but your two triggers admittedly are pro-life and climate change deniers. You can't deny science. I'm sorry. You don't deny climate change. It's like denying walking outside and being like, I'm outside. <laughs> yeah, you're outside because you're outside. You're out what are you going to? I'm not outside. I'm I'm on planet Zircon. I'm in a different oh, realm. You'd love that. I would love that. But you, you can't deny science. I'm sorry you can't. Then to have somebody run the Environmental Protection Agency who denies science is utterly fucked up. It's fucked up. Very succinct and passionate. Thank you for filling us in, Meow Meow, and for letting us know how they're living in the legislation nation. Boy, let me tell you, you're gay. It's okay. It's a present from Jesus. Every day you get to have sex both ways. Now it's time for our weekly segment entitled Gay Guys and Their Feelings. Yeah. 
you know, our show is called Dumb Gay Politics, so we thought we should let you hear from the other group of gays. <laughs> the male gays. Ooh. So this is our friend Richard. He lives in Savannah, Georgia, and he has lots of gay guy feelings. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is Richard calling about gays for Trump. You want to know about? Oh, give me a break. And not only did you get a gay, you got the gay. You've got the gay on the line here. I've been around too long. I'm 55 years old, and I have fought my ass off for our rights. And now we get this orange Oompa Loompa in office. I don't know how it happened, but it happened. And I don't feel like anybody's doing anything about it. We need to revolt. Back in the day, we would protest and just not stop until something was done. Are you kidding me with this man in office? And then all the people that he's appointing, white supremacist, anti-gay, give me a break. This has to stop. We need to revolt. We need to, we need to get up. And over 50% of our country voted for this asshole, this orange asshole. You've got to be kidding me. This is not happening. I feel like I'm living in a dream. I fought too hard for my rights and my right to marry and my right to do this, and my right to be on the insurance of my significant other, for this guy to come in here and just swoop and take it all away, holding up the gay flag upside down. Uh-uh. Done. He really just, he did he have a lot of feelings. I love it. I mean, in future, you know, segments, we will have all from Queens. Oh, to yes. Because God knows, I'm sure you want to hear some male voices. He's distraught. He's beside himself. He's drinking and self-medicating, as as we all are, yeah. to get through the seven stages of grief. Well, and for anyone out there who thought Richard's stoned frustration sounded sexy, I'm sure you can find him on your local Savannah, Georgia grinder under Free Ballin'. I know he does love a free ball on Runyon, <laughs> like a meetup on Runyon when he comes to yeah. visit. He does a free ball meetup. Oh, okay, guys. Love you, Richard. <laughs> love you, Richard. Let's read some Trump tweets. <laughs> Yay. Okay, this is a tweet, also known as five tweets. (laughs) The U.S. is going to substantially reduce taxes and regulations on businesses, but any business that leaves our country for another country, next tweet, fires its employees, builds a new factory or plant in the other country, and then thinks it will sell its products back into the U.S., dot, 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 next tweet, tweet, without retribution or consequence is wrong, all caps. There will be a tax on our soon-to-be-strong border of 35% for these companies, next tweet, wanting to sell their product, cars, AC units, etc., back across the border. This tax will make leaving financially difficult, but, next tweet, these companies are able to move between all 50 states with no tax or tariff being charged. Please be forewarned prior to making a very expensive mistake. Here we go. The United States is open for business. That one tweet, a hundred tweets. Like, <laughs> dude, he doesn't realize that he's, it's like, it's not a list. Twitter isn't a list. You don't do listing. And if I could help him and give him some advice, because yeah. I've done these kind of long-winded tweets when I'm, you know, on GHB or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> you want to start with your last one first. Right, and work backwards because then they sort of go in chronological right. order where you read down. Yeah, because you're reading from top to bottom rather from bottom to top. But it does become like Hebrew, which <laughs> as if anyone knows, you read that from left, left to, to right. right. Yeah. yeah. 
I liked this tweet. I think he was feeling, um, or tweet, I like these 20 seconds, seven <laughs> tweets. Um, he's feeling, people were constantly talking about how dare he say he's going to tax these people and he's going to threaten people for leaving the country. You can't do that. Free market. All the Republicans, two-inch dicks, were shriveling into thimbles <laughs> more and they couldn't deal with it. And so he said, fuck it. I'm going to explain in 14 tweets exactly what I mean. And he did. And he's like, you want to buy that carrier air conditioner? But not carrier, because they stayed here. You want to buy the Vox from uh-huh. Overstock? Motherfucker, you're going to pay 35% tax on that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to be angry with... It's hard to be angry with the, the idea of what he's saying. It is. Because you want the America, You want the yeah. jobs. And that stuff is good. And also, he could have said, like, pussy, 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 shit, shit, shit. <laughs> the America's open for business. And I'm like, yeah! <laughs> but what does that mean? The United States is always... It, what does that mean? No, America was kind of not really... You know, it wasn't really the climate to make your... You know, have your business in. It's like it was unfriendly. He's... Whatever. Who knows nothing? It doesn't mean anything. I just he says those statements and they're and then I like them. That's he knows that. For basic bitches like me. Well, the United States is open for I mean, to me, it's just like it's done been open for business. It's okay. All right. The the weird thing with Donald Trump is that he does these long, weird listing tweets, but then sometimes he does like one pinpointed <laughs> 3 a.m. male menopause, you know, fucked up on ambient tweet that's just right. Yeah, like this one. Just tried watching Saturday Night Live. Unwatchable. <laughs> totally biased. Not funny. And the Baldwin impersonation just can't get any worse. Sad. <laughs> and, well, the sad yeah. is amazing. He did my favorite thing, the little chestnut of when you don't put your punctuation at the on the very last. You're just like, can't be bothered. You know what? Sad. Nothing. There's no period. No exclamation point. No emoji. Mm-hmm. Just sad. Right. And then just walks off. Yeah. Just leaves. Now, I wish with this SNL, I kind of love that he weighs in on shit and says it's unwatchable because I love anytime just regular people will, will go in, and especially mm-hmm. on SNL because you're not really ever allowed to. It's sort of one of those institutions that nobody's ever allowed to talk shit about. But I wish that he would flip the switch, and I hope, Kellyanne, I hope you're listening. <laughs> I wish he would say, SNL, unwatchable. I mean, that Hillary impression, <laughs> I've been with Hillary. It's not good. It's very basic. I've seen better at the Groundlings. Like, just it's not tremendous. Yeah, go in and go in on a different impression and don't worry about his. Right, right. That would be good. You're right. I agree. Or just be like, that dick in a box. <laughs> I've seen that all before. Those videos are played out. Right, right. Agreed. Good one. Absolutely agree. And, I mean, and also the Alec Baldwin impression. I know that's the best one I've done in forever. And you know what? Alec Baldwin's not even a cast member. Just saying, no hate, no shade. Just kidding, I am hating. So, to close the show each week, I'm going to give Julie the task of finding a So There's That moment where President-elect Trump did something that gave her a little bit of hope in the hopeless pit of despair that she feels is the future of this country. Okay, Meow Meow. Now, what is your so there's that moment of the week? You know, this is very challenging. It's oh, a challenging I know. Oh, moment. I know. I like to challenge you. I know. And I don't like to be challenged. <laughs> Chal- being challenged is annoying. Ugh, like these pants that are cinching on my sciatic nerve. However, she had to unbutton her pants and unzip them on the drive here because she said it was pinching her nerve in her leg and she couldn't drive if she didn't almost take her pants and down to her knees. getting so fat. So... I'm really trying to get a hold on it. I know. Fuck you, Trump, for getting me fat. Um, Here's what here's what happened today. Well, here's the news today, and this is my this this is what happened. It was announced that Ivanka Trump is going to meet with Al Gore regarding climate change, and she had stated earlier that her big you know platform is going to be childcare. (laughs) 
snooze. snooze. She don't care about her kids. She likes. She, she cares about work. Exactly. As you do. Or she they talk about like working mothers and families and paid leave and all this maternity shit that, leave. Like, what does she care about that for, really? But now, I mean, and all that stuff's important, and everybody's like, kids are parents. Okay, I'm gonna kiss your kids. Gonna but climate change is really the thing, especially when I have to think she was sitting at home and she saw that Myron E. Bell was made the head of the EPA, and she probably turned to her rich husband and was like, "What the." fuck is my father fucking doing like everything has been insane but this is insane yeah. i have to She's i have like, to take over Dad, don't i have to embarrass over. me god <laughs> yeah like uh, i'm gonna go meet with al gore i gotta i gotta get it together i can't i can't do i can't do top gear anymore jordan or jeremy what's his name what's her husband's name something like that whatever yeah i mean <laughs> justin <laughs> justin j whatever i don't know nah. like uh, we can't i mean i mean jared I, jared <laughs> jared i can't allow this i have to go meet with al gordon like i can't do like child care anymore like we just can't we just can't so i'm just gonna go and meet with al gordon and see what's going on and it made me feel like oh my god like is ivanka trump gonna be our savior that in this amazing like is ivanka trump gonna go meet with al gore then say climate change does exist. Go deal with that whole situation, and then here's then I spiraled into the future, thinking, "Oh my God, what's going to happen is Donald Trump end four years, then what? Ivanka <laughs> as president, <laughs> rather than Hillary Bill, it's going to be fucking Donald, and then Ivanka President Ivanka Trump. Oh my God. I mean, I don't want to like you know call a spade a spade, but I hope this has I hope this isn't your vagina talking for you. No, 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 Having been worked in the in business as a woman, I mean, whatever it is for her, I don't know how. She, whatever, I always loved but her, but since before this whole, you know, clusterfuck started, because she would say like, "I never get to see my kids. I have two kids, mm. and I, you know, I'm with them for 20 minutes when they wake up, and then I get home and they're already in bed." The woman works 12 hour days every single day. She pushed those babies out, stayed with them for a month, probably didn't even breastfeed because you know she didn't want those boobs getting messed up, mm -hmm. and then she went to work and it's and then you were like well that's what working women do and I'm like yeah and she does it and her nannies raise her kids and I don't have a problem with it I, I really either. I really don't and the fact that she's out working makes me feel like she know, knows something you know what I mean so I don't know I'm feeling a little so, so you know what so there's that yay how about that so that's the end of our inaugural episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Feel free to tweet us your feelings, your questions, and we'll read them on next week's show. My Twitter is at Mr. Julie Goldman. And mine is at the Brandy Howard. And please tell your friends, please tell your friends to subscribe <laughs> to Dumb Gay Politics from anywhere they get their podcasts. You know, if each one of you gets one friend a week to subscribe, we might hit 100 listeners by the end of 2017. <laughs> Yay! And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But it's mostly been gay and dumb. 